This episode is brought to you by Skinny Dipped Almonds. Skinny Dipped Almonds, are, you know what, before I even, before I, we even do this, let me pull up a picture just so you guys could see how fucking stupid regular almonds are compared to these. Look at, let's look up almonds. I spelled it A-L-M-O-D-S. Okay, so look behind me. If you're looking on the visual podcast, then you're going to get to experience this. If you're not, then fucking just think of a normal almond, right? When you think of a normal almond, it's like wrinkly. It's like fucking old. It's dry. They're sad. They just fucking taste like shit. But when it comes to skinny dipped almonds, what this... I think it's like a mom and her daughter or some shit. But what they did is they took the almond... And they dipped it in chocolate, but they didn't make it like fucking goopy, plastic, fucking disgusting chocolate. They made it like, it's very, or I think it's organic chocolate, I think. If it's not, then I'm telling you it is, and then you think it is, and then you go buy it, and then you get fucking sick. And then, uh, anyways, they wrote a pair of fucking paragraphs on the back of the packaging here. So fucking read about it here. Um... But it's not like a big, thick thing of chocolate. It's just a little dip, and it's still great. And it's chocolatey, so it's, you know, sweet. And you don't have to think about dry, old, fucking, just depressing fucking whatever this is. So skinny dipped almonds, they come in a lot of different flavors. I'm not getting paid for this. You know, what actually happened was I fucking DM'd. I I got, like... 30 boxes or bags of these almonds, right? And I wanted to just order them. And then I figured maybe I could get a little promotion and fucking get them on the podcast, you know? Maybe for the first fucking time ever, I could have a real promotion, right? So I DM them in, on Instagram and I was like, hey, I love your almonds. I would literally promote your guy, you guys on my podcast for free fucking almonds. That's how much I like it. Like, I don't even give a fuck about the money. Send me free almonds. And they said, okay, email us your information. And fucking, then I was like, okay, forget it. Because who's going to, I'm not doing email. Anytime someone says like, email me, fucking forget it. That's how it works. I'm 20 years old. I don't know how to fucking email. We're on DM, we're DMing already. We're talking. What's the point of email? So you could talk to someone. What's the point of DMing on Instagram? So you could fucking talk to someone. So email me, why? No, that's like talking to someone and then just telling them like to their face, yo man, call me. Okay. So then you call them. Hey dude. Hey, yo, I'm right in front of you. Okay. We'll talk later. You know what I mean? It's fucking dumb is what I'm, is my point is. I'm making a dumb analogy to a dumb thing. You want me to email you? No. But I did the fucking thing anyways. I did the, I did the promotion. Hey, fucking skinny dipped. They really are good though. And this one's like dipped in like peanut butter fucking uh, powder. So, I don't know guys. Sodium 100 fucking milligrams. Oh my God, it's actually really bad. Anyways, uh, let's get into the question and answer. You know, okay, by the way, today's Christmas Eve Eve. So, I'm fucking celebrating. I got my red and black nails on. I got my fucking... R.I.P. Lil Peep shirt on. By the way, if you guys have any Lil Peep shirts, I will fucking buy them because I was a big fan of him. And and his, this shirt's just dope. It says L uh, it says L I L P E E P on the back, which spells Lil Peep. 
Um, all right, so question and answer time. Let's fucking get into it. You know, you're, you're sitting here, maybe you're a new listener, and you're thinking, Ange, what the fuck am I doing? You know, what are you, what am I, what am I watching? Look at this guy. Oh, you, I don't know if you could see it. This guy, Lukey underscore Pookie. And when I did like the question and answer things on my Instagram, he literally just said, I'm gay for you. So, okay. Thanks, man. Um, favorite athlete signature shoe, like Jordan's. Yeah. Cause I don't, what am I going to say? KD's fucking, uh, LeBron's all the, they're all fucking trash. So Jordan's, um, which shoe made you first get into sneakers? I talked about this before, but just to wrap it up really quick, the gamma retro 12 was the first pair of shoes that I ever wore that people came up to me and were like, dude, where'd you get those man? So sick. And then I would be like, my fucking dad or whoever. I actually don't even think my dad got them for me. I think I bought them. Oh, you know what the story is? I used to trade uh, phone or not trade phones. I used to sell phones and um, I would just fix phones and sell phones. I talked about that before. And some guy traded me a pair of these shoes. And I was just like, I don't fucking know. Sure, I'll trade them. Like maybe kids will think I'm finally cool. And uh, I got these shoes and then I wore them. And then people were like, dude, you're fucking so much cooler than before. So I started wearing Jordans then because I was like, damn, people fucking like me now. And that was kind of my only way to get friends. So I got to get friends somehow. So I had to wear cool shoes. So the Gamma 12s. uh, See, oh, the person that asked that question was Caden McCotch. Uh, C-P-H-A-M. Guys, put your, why don't you just put your fucking name? Well, that is his name. He just has a hard name. But this guy, C-P-Ham-8. Fuck your name. But he says, what kind of capital did you need to start flipping shoes? Um, okay. First of all, I am very, very, very thankful. I said very three times right there. Very thankful for both of my parents. And they both supported me. My whole family just supported the fuck out of me and really whatever I was doing. You know, my mom was up my ass for like two months. And she'd be like, you need to go to college. You're not going to get the right education. You got to go, Ange. And you can only fucking, you can only say things that people aren't going to fucking listen to for so long until you get that, you know, mom, I don't give a fuck what you're saying right now. You can tell me that you want me to go to college 30,000 times and I'm not going to go. So I had to have that sit down conversation with my mother and say, look, I love you. I don't give a fuck what you're telling me to do because I got things that I already planned on doing and I'm, I, I want to go this way and you're telling me to go this way. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my hands. But you get what I'm saying. My mom would try to tell me all the fucking time. Not all the time. But in the beginning stages of like senior year. She would try to tell me, you know, you really need to think about, you know, just just a couple years at a couple semesters at COD or ECC. No, no, no. I fucking got D's and E's all through high school. How the fuck is that going to just change when I go to college? The only reason why I would go to College of DuPage or any fucking, um, you know, like community college is so I could like be more rebellious and like fuck you to teachers and see MILFs in school. I think a lot of MILFs go to fucking COD and see, you know, college is all ages. So you get to hit on older broads, which is kind of cool. And now if you're a girl sitting there, you're thinking he just fucking said broad. Yeah, I did. So sorry. 
Um, what kind of, but anyways, what kind of capital did I need? The, the reason why I brought up my parents supporting me is because if I needed money and I didn't have any, my dad or my mom would lend me money, usually my dad, um, my dad would lend me money and he would just like float it to me, you know, here's fucking 500 bucks, pay it back when you sell your shit. And a lot of parents won't do that. One, because they don't trust their, well, one, because they probably don't have the money or they don't want to give their son like, they don't look at their 16-year-old son and think, like, here's a kid that's going to take $500 and not fucking buy weed with it, right? Um, or buy whatever, spend it. So my dad was very trusting of me, and he knew that if he gave me money, he was going to get it back. So, or fucking, I'd try to give him profit, but he wouldn't take it from me. So in the beginning, it really was just my own money because I was... Like, I bought a fucking broken iPhone for 35 bucks and then fixed it and sold it for 80 and then did that again and again and again. And, like, I must have made fucking $50 on phones 100 times. And then, if, if anybody's doing math here, um, $50 on phones, I probably fixed 100 phones or sold 100 phones. Then it was, like, shoes and fucking belts and clothes, whatever the fuck I could get my hands on. I probably sold 100 of clothing products alone in just freshman and sophomore year, and then probably 200 in junior and senior year. So I don't fucking know. I made a fuckload of money. But the hard part about, which all you fucking resellers out there, you're going to know what I'm talking about. The hard part about being a reseller is we don't have a set like schedule of like you get $300 every Friday and that's it. So when it comes to like trying to save money, it's a pain in the fucking cock for us because I don't have like okay, Saturday, I'm going to fucking put $50 in. Next Saturday, $50 in. Next Saturday, I get a little bit more. I'll put 75 in. I don't have that. So what I have is, it's like day trading stocks. I'm Some weeks, I'm fucking broke as shit, which now it's a little bit different because I'm finally older and saving a little bit of money. But 16 years old to fucking 19 and a half, which I'm 20 now, so it's very very recent that I started saving. 16 years old to 19 and a half, no fucking money saved. And a lot of people, like, that's shitty to say, but at the same time, it's like, I've been to fucking 20 different trips. I have 3 million people in my network. I got, like, a ton of celebrities that I've met with. I have a lot of relationships. So I traded money for a lot of things that regular people wouldn't do. The average 20-year-old might have 10k in the bank right now but he doesn't have the fucking connections and the shit that I have so in my like if you looked at it on paper you would think like this guy's an idiot because he could have had fifty thousand dollars in his bank but instead he has nothing and he looks like he's vacationing all the time but none of my fucking trips are vacation and in like concept or in th whatever the fuck theory I don't know um in theory it's fucking like brilliant what I've done and it'll probably make sense later because I'll be like famous and rich or whatever the fuck and uh, you'll see like why I traded money to meet people and like why I put uh, networking at this fucking like throne whatever um, above saving money I never gave a fuck about saving money but um, I don't know I don't know what the fuck the point of what I'm saying is it's just like a lot of people save their money and I didn't but I did a lot of things instead with my money. So I guess the point of that was I didn't really need a lot of capital because I was just making money and reinvesting all the fucking time. I didn't need money for anything else 
And that's the beauty of not saving, to be honest with you. But if you're a fucking kid out there, I will say, if you're like 16, 17 years old and you're reselling, save your fucking money because even though I didn't do it, it's like, I feel like I got lucky because I was not, I didn't save and I still have it figured out, right? But if you're a kid, if I could go back in time and like I was 16 years old selling shit, I would have saved at least 20 bucks out of every fucking sale I did, period. If I was making 50, save 20. You still have $30 left. You don't have to like go all in and just fucking save all your profit and then you don't get to celebrate with whatever the fuck you're going to do going to 7-Eleven. Um, but like, you know, save something, 10 or 20 bucks, because if I save 10 or $20 every sale and within the past four years, I'd have like literally 30,000 from that alone. So yeah, save, save your fucking money guys. I know it worked for me. Kind of, it didn't even really work for me. I still live at home, but I think it worked for me. So my brother Toonbog it would just add Toonbog on Instagram. My other brother is at Tony Beeswax. Go follow my brothers, guys. You got to get the fucking... Eventually, I'm going to have the, my family on the show as well. I want to have episodes with my brothers and my fucking whoever, but go follow them, all right? Toonbog asks, what do you think of Dragon Ball slash anime in general? Now, I personally... let me Let me pull up a visual for you guys. If you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is... I really don't even fucking know what it is either. So let's let's see what is Dragon Ball Z. I think all of these shows are like from like fucking Japan or some shit. Obviously, people know what Dragon Ball Z is, okay? I know what it is. I just don't really know the fucking storyline. But here's the characters. You got fucking Goku. You got Piccolo's the big green fucking green giant looking ass. Have you ever guys ever you guys ever seen the fucking green giant? You know the the Peapod guy? Ready for this joke? This is gonna be really good. Hey, doesn't he look like the green giant? Okay, hope you guys get a laugh out of that one. Um who the fuck is this little kid? Little scary ass boy. Look at him. I don't know. I think this guy is Go Goku. Oh, no. No, no. Okay, the middle guy is Goku. The fucking... Uh, this guy. It's really hard to do this because I'm looking at down here. This guy is fucking Vegeta. The little bald fucking... Little bald guy. He's... um. God, I know his name. It's like fucking... I know his name. It's like, it's like son something. He's like the son of... Of God. Anyways, I'm not a big fan of fucking Pokemon. I'm not a big fan of Dragon Ball Z. I don't like shit that's like not real, you know? Let's look up a Dragon Ball. Let's YouTube this really quick. Um, how do I get... Look at Good Mythical Morning, dude. It's fucking... Shout out to Rhett and Link. Fucking best show ever. Dragon Ball Z f battle, right? Because when they fight, they have to go 80 fucking feet in the air. So they don't just like, they're not just mad at each other and they fucking square up right on the ground level. They go like fucking, Hah! and they go 90 feet in the air and then they fight. So I don't understand why, but it's just like, I, I don't know. They go Super Saiyan, which means like they're, Watch your favorite 24 okay, don't interrupt me in my fucking show. So this is Goku versus Frieza for four fucking hours.
Okay, now they're 30 feet in the air. Do you see them? Or 30 miles in the air. I'm gonna beat your ass! Meet me in the sky! That's what they do. Look at them. Okay, now it's like a big dramatical fucking... Like, what's going on? I have to hold the speaker because it's the sound. Crush your hands, rip off both of your ears, or maybe I'll just smash in your tiny little cranium. <laughs> that is what happens when you don't swear in a show. I'm going to smash your hands and even slap you on the cranium. It's like, dude, you got to come up with a better, something a little bit more, intimidate me a little bit more, you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spank you on the ass. Oh, no, they can't even say that because they can't swear. Dude, this show fucking sucks. This is not even a good, like, video that I'm showing because it's a four-hour battle. Let's see this one. Kid, they're all 45 minutes. Okay, Goku versus Frieza. Three, three minutes. Why are they fighting underwater? Do you see this? Who could fucking watch this and be like, dude, get him, man, yeah! Go underwater, beat his ass! I just, I can't get into that. It's just so dumb. And now they're in the sky again. Follow me to Mexico! Let's go! And then they're fucking in the sky, traveling through the fucking world, and then like fighting. This is them, fighting. I can't even do this. I'm going to hurt my voice if I keep doing that fucking... And then you got Pokemon. Pokemon is like... These are all... If you don't know what these are, you're a fucking idiot. All right? Because even I know what they are. And I'm not like the average... I'm not the average Joe. Right? I think I saved a... Didn't I save a Pokemon video in my notes? Okay. Video on a video. Pokemon fucking video. How do I get... Pokemon scene, right? I don't know. If I can't find it, po Pikachu cries over Ash's death. Ash died? It's actually kind of sad. <laughs> okay, so he's fucking dead. And what? what is he saying? Okay, I'm so fucking not doing this. You know what pisses me off, too? P Pikachu only says his fucking name. So, kind of egotistical, kind of fucking, okay, self-centered. But, fuck you. Fuck that show. And then that guy, Brock, he talks with his eyes closed. <laughs> uh, I think that's his name, right? Brock Pokemon. Look at this fucking guy. Why do you... Why make this character... Look at this. Oh, you can't even see it. God, I wish I fucking knew what, like, I wish. I wish I could just have my computer and then it was, like, literally a screen right here. Like, not my actual screen. I wish it was, like, on the fucking... Someone help me, please. But we're, we're dealing with it. Anyways, the point is, why does he fucking have his eyes closed? And that's a dumb character. They kind of just wing it when it comes to Pokemon and they fight out of a little I, I'm not getting into it I'm not getting into it because it just pisses me off and I'm 20 minutes in and I got other topics the point is to answer your question Toon Bog aka my fucking brother 
No, I don't like fictional shit. I like live PD. I like, we got the squad in the background. I like live PD. I like, um, you know, Dr. Phil. I like to watch fucking weird documentaries. I like shit that I could relate to. I can't relate to, like, a guy getting mad because they fucking blocked. Like, I don't even know. I was going to make some Dragon Ball Z reference, but I don't know any. I can't relate to, like... Stop, stop looking at my nails, man! And then you fucking go in the air. Like, if it was, like, realistic, Goku, stop talking to my chick! Then, maybe I'd be like, oh my god, Goku's fucking hitting on Piccolo's girl. And then I could get into it and wonder, like, what's going on? But when it's fucking stupid shit, that's like, you lost the ball of, you lost the Dragon Ball and you gotta get it back, so you gotta meet me in the chamber of fucking whatever. Fuck that. And Pikachu and Pokemon and... The other ones. The only the only cartoon that I'd watch is um, Rick and Morty is fun because Rick and Morty is like very like mature humor, funny. Like I guess South Park is too, but I can never get into South Park because their voices just give me a fucking headache. Family Guy's kind of funny. I'm like out of that phase though. I had my like I want to laugh at like stupid goofy shit uh, phase when I was in like freshman year. And then now I'm like, okay, I want to hear about people dying so I know what to do so I don't have to get killed. Um, which, speaking of getting killed, yesterday, this is, now we're moving on from that. You know, we talked about cartoons. We could do more another day. I just, I, can't, I could sit here all day and make fun of stupid fucking shit. Um, so, speaking of getting killed, yesterday I met them all. This is just a quick little story to remind you guys of how loved I am. Yesterday, I met them all, and I am shopping, just, you know, getting some fucking last-minute gifts, and I walk out of the mall, and a kid throws a fucking rock, like, this big. Like, the rocks that you have that are, like, in your fucking, you know, in, like, the front yard that, like, are on the outer parts of the fucking, uh, God. I can't even think of what it's called. You know when it's like chip, wood chips or whatever the fuck? Those big rocks that like decorate a fucking rock, okay? Why am I going into the detail? He had a big ass rock and I hear like this. <laughs> it wasn't, well, it didn't sound like that. But I hear like a, a bang, right? And then I, hit, I hear a bang and then a, cr a crash on the ground. So what happened was he was sitting in this driver's seat and the passenger seat's on the right side, right? I'm getting in my car, and I'm this way from him. He threw a rock, and luckily, because of Christ, it hit the top of his, like, passenger side in, in, inner, it hit his own car, like, from the inside, and then hit the ground, right? So he tried to throw something, and it hit the fucking window, top of the window, and went down. But the rock rolled all the way over to me. So now I look over, and I'm like, what the fuck? And mind you, I had my fucking ear pods in, and like, I'm listening to music, and I still heard it. So it was pretty fucking loud. So now I look over, and I'm like, what the fuck? And this kid's looking in my fucking eyes like this. And he's like, fuck you, man. He's like flicking me off doing this. And he's calling me the N-word, which isn't appropriate to even repeat on this show. And I'm not, I don't do that. But he's sitting there calling me the N-word over and over and over, which I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to say to that. I'm scared. I'm a little skinny kid. So I look, I'm just looking at him going like this. I'm like, dude, please just give me fucking, I don't know why I did the hands up. Like, I'm not going to shoot you or anything. 
But I was like, dude, please just fucking leave me alone. And then he starts climbing out of his, like, out of the opposite car, which, by the way, you have a door right on your left, could have gotten out, but he wasn't doing that. He's climbing out of the, like, passenger window, looking at me, flicking me off, saying, fuck you, N-word, blah, blah. And it was like N-word with the A at the end. It's like the slang version, right? So, uh, like, he was, like, kind of, like, calling me a homie, but, like, at the same time, threatening my life and I was very fucking scared. Now, when when you're a 20-year-old, it doesn't matter how old you are, when you're a kid that doesn't really fight often and you paint your nails, you got to expect that people are going to make fun of you, right? People call me fag, people call me gay, you look fucking weird. How are you going to get bitches with that? I get all of it. I don't care if you fucking make fun of my nails, but if you flick me off in front of a thousand people in a parking lot, what am I supposed to fucking do, right? I either have to, it's fight or flight mode, right? You fucking, I got to get up and get in this guy's face and fight him, which clearly he's a fucking nut job. I've never done anything to this guy ever, bad or good. I don't even know who the fuck he is, right? So just out of nowhere. And I thought maybe he's not looking at me. Maybe he's looking at someone else. Turned around, no one's there. Looked at him, he's looking me in my fucking eyes. So it was very personal to me. And uh, he's actually yelled fag in the store before when I worked at Buckle. So it's ha- it's like I know who the kid is when it comes to like I've seen his face. And I know that he doesn't fucking like me. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, always flight. Always leave. Just get out of the fucking... Like someone could be having a bad day. And they're mad at the fucking anything. You know, I've been pissed off before and someone comes up to me and they're like, hey man, what's up? And I'm like, dude, please get the fuck out of my face. I'm not doing that right now. And it's like, you come off mean, but you're just mad. And you're just like, you don't, and then you go and you text them later and you're like, dude, I'm sorry for fucking flipping out on you. I didn't mean to. I was just having a bad day. That's fine. So for this kid, I don't, first of all, I don't fucking know who he is. I don't know why he's mad at me. I don't know what the fuck I did. I don't know why he's calling me these fucking words or trying to throw rocks at me because that's kind of mean. Um, But I'm more interested in like, if he literally did something and came up to me, I would more like, I'd be like, why are you doing this? What's wrong? Like, let me help you. Are you okay? Are you fucking mad? Let's fucking go out to eat. Let's take a breather. Chill the fuck out. I want to know why you're so mad. And... When people like don't like me and they call me a fag or something, that's fine because it's kind of joking around and it's like it's just like ball busting, right? They don't like hate me because they think I'm gay. They just think things that I do are gay, which is fine. But if you hate me like that, I want to know why. You know, it's I'm not like the type of guy that's like, "Well, I'm fucking fuck you, man. Meet me out meet me outside." I'm the kind of guy that just wants to take a fucking nap, wake up, sell shoes, and then have a normal day and make you guys laugh on my podcast. I don't want to fight a guy in the fucking... And he has rocks. I'm going to fucking lose. He throws a rock at me, fucking one big rock to the head. I'm knocked out. Like, then I think, okay, he's maybe he's jealous. Maybe he's mad at me. Maybe he literally thinks... Maybe he's a strong homophobe. And if that's the case, you got to fix that, bro. If you're seeing this right now, we fix it. You can't be like that. People are going to be gay. I never tried to fucking suck you off. I'm not gay. And if I was gay, I wouldn't try to fucking do anything to you. So you can't be that mad. I haven't done anything. You know, Uh, if a gay guy hits on me, me being a straight guy, which I guess this is a, we're moving on from that topic. If a gay guy hits on me, 
I would just be like, hey, man, look, I'm not gay, so I'm cool with you being gay. We could be friends. I don't want to get fucked, though. I, my, I, like to keep, I like to keep it tight, you know? Um, if you, so, and he would probably get it, and he would be like, okay, thanks, man. I'm not the type of guy that's like, hey, back the fuck up, man. I'm not gay. Get the fuck out of here. There's a lot of people that are like that that get really intimidated and get really fucking weird if a gay guy comes near them. That almost makes it more weird for you being the guy that's like all of a sudden freaking out, you know? So just simply say, it's like if a girl hit on me that, like, it's the same thing. If a girl hit on me that I wasn't into, hey, I'm not really into you, but thanks for trying, you know? You're a beautiful girl, but I'm not into you. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know my point. My point was, if you're homophobic or you're like, don't like gay people, I guess that's fine. That's your own thing. But don't like throw rocks at a kid, right? I don't know. I don't know what the fucking point of this is. So anyways, I need to catch you guys up on some topics. So we talked about Kevin Hart and the Oscars last episode, and I kind of messed up the storyline or whatever the fuck happened. I said that he rejected, he like didn't want to do it because everyone was lashing out. The real thing that happened at the end, it's like I kind of got the story right, but the Oscars, the people that run the Oscars, demanded Kevin Hart to... Um, what's it called, to apologize for saying these like gay tweets and shit that he said that were 10 years ago, that were the jokes that he made that were revolved around gay people that were funny at the time, but people didn't find it funny now. If you want to hear that story, go to the last episode. But what happened was the Oscars tried to demand him to, to apologize and he said no, and that's why he withdrew. So I just wanted to cover that. Um, a lot of people messaged me correcting the fuck out of me. Hey, Ange, actually, the Oscars demand it. Okay, so, okay. so here it is. You guys fucking happy now? I said it. Also, I met Conan O'Brien a couple weeks ago. I didn't really talk about that. And that was fucking phenomenal. Ron Funches, thank you. You fucking made it happen. I went to go visit Ron Funches when I was in... He was in Chicago. He's at the Chicago Theater. And I actually forgot that he was going to be in Chicago. I thought it was February 20th or something. And it was like January, or it was fucking November or whatever. I don't know. It was like two weeks ago. Um, so it wasn't November. But um, he texted me and was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, not much. Like, just fucking hanging out. And he's like, I'm in Chicago today if you wanted to see me. And I was like, holy fuck, man. Yeah, like, I'll be there. And then he's like, I got you a ticket. If you could make it, that would be awesome. So I flipped the fuck out, like, got ready in t- 10 minutes, and then just shot down to Chicago and now I get to the Chicago theater. I don't, this is not really a long story. So if you're not interested, just give me like two minutes. Um, <laughs> so I get to the theater and I'm fucking, I'm texting. There's the line is 10, no, not 10,000. The line's probably a thousand people wrapped around like Adams and whatever. It's not Adams wrapped around whatever fucking street Chicago theaters on. And, uh, I'm texting him and I was like, Hey, like, since you got me a ticket, and I'm like, it's a will call. It's what happens when they get you a ticket. You just walk in, you say, hey, I'm Angelo. I'm here for Ron. And then they let you in. So I said, is there any way I could get out of this line? And he was like, yes. Meet my friend, like, Gus, I think his name was, at the alley. Or Guy. Guy or Gus. He said, meet my friend Guy at the alley. And I was like, okay. So now I text this number, which is this guy. And I say, like, hey, it's Angelo. I'm with Ron Funches. He, and the guy just responds, Meet me at the alley, period. Kind of fucking sketchy, right? So I go to this fucking alley. There's no one there. 
and there's like a bunch of dumpsters. It looks very nice though, because it's like snowing and it's like dim lighting. And there's just fucking one guy that's like 300 feet away from me, and I just see his little body. And now I go up to him and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm guy." I'm, well, I didn't say, "Hey, I'm guy," because he's guy. But I said, "Hey, I'm Angela. Nice to meet you." He was like, "Follow me." Brings me upstairs backstage, and I see which Chicago theater is fucking beautiful, by the way. Um, you go through all, like these spiral stairs, and there's all these fucking writings, like Kenny Rogers and fucking all these people I don't know. And then you get to the top, and I see Ron Funches in his waiting room, and Conan, and all these people. And uh, it was just just a beautiful time, you know. So I don't know what's going on. My chapstick's kind of fucking making my mouth feel really dry. But anyways. Thank you to Ron Funches for that. It was a fucking beautiful night. After the stand-up like comedy show, uh, I met Conan, and he was talking about my ripped jeans, and we were talking about my nails, and he said I would have pulled, pulled the nails off if, you were, if I was a murderer or some shit like that. I don't know. Go to the post on my Instagram. I tell the joke there. Um, and I think I already said it on here, but I don't fucking remember, so... That was really fun. And meeting Conan O'Brien, it's like, I want to be a talk show host myself one day. And I've watched Conan O'Brien's like first monologues ever where he did that really like nervous, giggly laugh. And he made me feel like even though I'm nervous as fuck, I can still get up there, do it and kill it. Like he will be remembered as a fucking legend when it comes to like talk show hosts and personalities in general. And... Uh, if you go back, like there's plenty of times where he's very, very, very fucking nervous because he didn't really plan on having a talk show, I don't think. I know that he was a writer for a while and then he got like brought on stage and then he just got like put into this like you're going to fucking be a talk show host now. So try it out. And he killed it over the fucking years and now is like a legend, like I said. So not to be too much up his ass, but you got to fucking you got to realize the fucking truth, you know. So meeting him at age 20 is obviously a fucking huge thing I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And I hope one day when I have my talk show that he'll fucking come on it, you know? So I like to dream big, clearly. Um, I don't know. I was going to talk about a girl at box lunch and I was shopping. I should talk more about Christmas because it's fucking Christmas time. Oh, I got to talk about this one last thing. Elvis Duran is a radio talk show host that hosts one of the fucking biggest and best talk shows ever. Um, it's kind of like based around like Hollywood stars. He's got like Miley Cyrus, fucking Justin Bieber's been on it. Shawn Mendes was just on it. Jimmy Fallon. Like it's very Hollywood star based talks about their lives and like the fucking behind the scenes parts that we don't really see. So it's on iHeartRadio. I don't want to give the exact radio station because if I fuck it up, then they think I'm a prick. But uh, I got hooked up with Elvis Duran from my friend, which I don't know if it's Duran or Duran, but you'll see why I'm kind of messing their name up because it's very easy to mess names up in this fucking world. Um, here he is. Look at this guy. Fucking great guy, you know? And he only he not only gave me the like biggest promotion I've ever fucking had, but he was like very willing to do it and like wanted to help me out. So I messaged him. And, oh no, here's what happened. My friend Garrett that works for iHeartRadio and works on this station actually, um, he's been a friend of mine for a while and we were trying to get kicks and giggles on iHeartRadio, but somewhere along the line it just didn't really fucking work. But um, so Garrett messaged me, messaged, messaged me and he's like, hey man, 
uh, want some exposure. I got something that's going to be fucking huge for you. So I was like, sure, what's up? And he's like, my the host of the show, Elvis Duran, he wants to help you. Um, or he, he actually didn't say that. He said, he's looking for a pair of these purple lobsters. If you could hook him up, he's going to fucking plug the shit out of you and he'll help you out with your exposure or whatever you need with your podcast or with your Instagram, whatever it is. So I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I'm down. And he's like, look, check his recent post. So now I go to Elvis's post and he said, need these in a size, whatever, 10 or 11. And, um, I was like, I got you. Don't worry about it. No problem. So now I message Elvis and I was like, hey, I heard you were looking for these shoes. Like I can get you covered. Don't worry about it. I'm going to send you a pair. Send me the address. So now within my time waiting for Elvis's response, I'm texting Garrett saying like, dude, I'm going to go to fucking Indiana right now or I got to drive two hours to get these fucking shoes. So I'm going to go get them right now. So now I'm on the way to get the shoes and uh, Elvis messages me back finally because it takes a while. He's got a fucking like 500,000 people messaging him. And uh, he messages me back and says, hey, Angelo, thank you so much for your help. I got them already, but thank you. So now I'm like, fuck. So now I message Elvis, I'm like, or I message Garrett, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucked. Like, Elvis already got them. And he's like, no, he just doesn't know it's you. Like, message him again and tell him that you're Garrett's friend. So I was like, okay. I message Elvis, and I said, hey, man, I'm Garrett's friend. Uh, like, are you sure you don't need them? Because I'm pretty sure I'm the guy that you need to get them. So he's like, hold on, wait, yes, you're the guy. I didn't know you were Garrett's friend. So Garrett called it. Um, he's like, I didn't know you were a friend of his. Um, yes, please, we'll promote you in any way you want. Like, thank you so much. He was just so fucking sweet about it. And um, then he said, I had the CEO of Nike, which I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but it's kind of like I kind of have to because it makes the story even better. Then he says, I had the CEO of Nike uh contact me and I had to politely turn them down because I already had them. And he, I don't even think he knew it was the CEO of Nike at the time, but it's like he had all these fucking people offering, Hey man, go here, go here. I could get you them. I'm sure there was other sneaker plugs trying to get it. And I fucking, I got it, baby. So that was fucking huge. And Elvis, I'd hope to have him on the show one day too. I mean, I really like all of these guys, every single guy that's bought shoes for me or has some connection with me. Like, I want you guys on my fucking show. That's where the big dream of this is going to be. Once Kicks and Giggles has its own studio in LA or New York, like all of these people, I hope to have them on one day. So um, fast forward to, I don't know, two days ago, he he like gives me a huge shout out on, live on the radio. And uh, it kind of went a little weird. I want to, I'm going to play it for you guys, but... I'm very thankful for this. It was fucking insane. Plus, it's live. So it's a live radio show, right? And 1,400 people followed me within a fucking minute of him talking about me. And it's live. So you can't like go back and rewatch it. And it's not like everyone's going to hear this. The people that were listening at 8.14 a.m. are the only people that heard this. So I'm going to play it for you guys. And there's a little fucking little weird part in it when they say my name wrong. But here this is. Thank you to Garrett as we get into Garrett's sound. As you know, Garrett is a total sneakerhead. Uh, if there's a line down on Lafayette Street where they have like th those first run sneakers and they're in limited edition, he's always in that line. Yeah. So actually, I found a line and I was like, hey, what are you guys waiting for? And they said, oh, these new purple Nikes. I went, I want them. Of course, I'm not going to wait in line. You know, the, who's this old guy, this old gay, gay, gay guy? Go away. I'm like, okay, hi. <laughs> so, so I sashayed away. And Garrett says, I am a sneakerhead. I can hook you up. So 
tell me all about this guy because I've got to hook up with him more because he's he's tremendous. So a few months ago, I randomly got a pair of Justin Timberlake's Jordans sent to me by this guy Angelo Blandano on Instagram. He saw a comment of mine. Well, it's Blando. But... generous. Here you go. Oh my gosh, so nice. Same thing happened again. He saw Elvis say, "Hey, I want these Nikes." How do I get them? He goes, they're purple. I need them. I got them. I got you. I got your back. Tell Elvis I have his back. So what he did was he got in his car, drove two hours because he's that dedicated to being a sneakerhead and uh, and get getting stuff for his customers. I got it for you. Merry Christmas. Wow. Happy New yeah. Year. Thank you for doing what you do. This is the least I can do for you. So Angelo underscore Blandano on Instagram. Way to go if you want sneakers. Going to well, it's Blando, right but now. okay. Yeah, well, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put yeah, these up online uh, on Instagram later, and I'll put his his. Oh, I just opening the shoes up. God, look at these. Oh, those are nice. Oh, Angelo. Angelo. Oh, those are cool. And the bottoms, the soles are purple too. It's purple, are, man. What is his Instagram, Angelo? Angelo underscore Blandano. B okay, it's fucking Blando, Garrett. You're my friend. It's Blando B-L-A-N-D-O. Watch this. He's going to spell it out. B-L-A-N-D-O. Okay. He says it's Angelo Blandano. B-L-A-N-D-O. Well, if you fucking think about it, B-L-A-N-D-O doesn't spell Blandano. But then fucking Blando. Elvis comes in. Yeah, Blando. Here we go. It's B-L-A-N-D-O. Angelo underscore Blando. Uh, yeah. Love it. Thank you so much, Angelo. And Garrett, thank you for the hookup. No problem. So Elvis kind of hooked me up there, and he was like, "Dude, dude, you're fucking saying his name wrong. I don't even know the guy." But it's like that's kind of that's what you get, you know. In the beginning stages of getting shoutouts, it's not always perfect, and maybe Garrett did it on purpose. Maybe Garrett kind of like did it so I know, like, we're not just gonna hand it over to you. It's got to be kind of difficult for people to find you, right? So um, I'm sure Angelo Blandano got a lot of love, um, and I got some love, you know, but. I'm, I mean, I'm really just fucking around. Garrett, thank you so much. It's fucking amazing that you were even able to get me on here. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And the Blandano thing actually made it pretty fucking funny. Um, and a lot of people were laughing about it. So that was great. And I'm very thankful. Now, you're thinking, you know, are you going to talk about anything about Christmas or fucking not? It's 42 minutes in. You probably should be wrapping up by now. And all I'm going to say is this. <clears throat> um... I don't know, I had to clear my throat like that, but I'm not like saying anything big. Also, here comes the point in the video podcast where the lighting is just fucking free for all. Sometimes it's like this, and sometimes it's like this. So, sorry for the visual, guys. Sorry for the visuals, all right? Um, Christmas time has always been very nice. It's always been great. Let's, let's get a Christmassy background, right? Wh who should we put in the background? Let's put fucking Harry, Harry Carey in the background just to get... Just to get the Christmas fucking vibe. Look at this fucking guy, dude. He's a he's the fucking goat. So if that doesn't if that doesn't give you Christmas, then I don't fucking know what will. But um Christmas time has always been great, you know. When I was a kid, my parents used to go fucking balls balls deep for Christmas. Um more I more mean like balls out, you know, like outgoing. They would do crazy shit. We watched um the year that like Polar Express came out, we watched that movie together. Um when my parents weren't divorced and life was a little bit fucking more normal. Um we would watch movies together and I was a kid. Um so I I would fucking what am what am I saying? Okay, ADD brain. I would wa we watched this movie, right? Oh. And 
The next fucking like three days, we hear a bell all fucking day. And we heard this bell like every day for the past or for the next like week. And then on Christmas Day, there was like this bell, which I guess is like a huge part of the movie. I don't fucking remember the movie. But we had the Polar Express bell that was like in our uh, fucking whatever the fireplace. It was in front of the fireplace. So when we went downstairs, we saw the bell and we were like, holy shit, that's fucking from the movie, dude. So cool, Santa Claus. So that was one cute story that I had. And I know that I really did a shitty job at telling that, but that was one thing. And I don't know, they just went, they did it big. My dad made a fuckload of money uh, and always kind of has. So when I was a kid, like he would just ball out and like whatever the fuck we wanted, I mean, we kind of got. And it's like, shitty to say that because it's like like I don't want to be like a fucking snob but I think that I'm not like that at all and especially now if anything it's just taught me the value of money and I appreciate value or I appreciate money way more now but like at the time yeah I was probably a fucking little bratty ass kid but like I was never the type of kid to like show off shit to my friends I was the kid that was like we would go to fucking <clears throat> a big like event when I was a kid was we walked to 7-Eleven because that was kind of the farthest we could go. So I would buy my friends fucking anything they wanted ever at 7-Eleven. My dad, when we were with my friends, he would give them like 20 bucks each and we'd go out to eat or he would just pay for them. Like it was very, very cool. We we're not like snobby family. There's people that I know that are so fucking like rub it in your face I have fucking money, dude. I just got this car. I just got this new thing. I got this. I got this. And it's like, okay, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, there's, you can be great with personality. You could be funny. You could be like, people want to be around you. He could be lovable. Or you can have money and get it that way. The fucking key thing is to do both. I have money. I'm not a fucking cock about it. If we go out to eat and you're like, hey, man, I need money. Sure, bro. I got you. Don't even fucking worry about it. You don't got to pay me back. Don't do that because you're hearing me say this um, because then you're taking advantage of me and that's fucking rude. Um, <clears throat> but you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not a dick when it comes to money. So I don't know what the fucking point of with that. Oh, the point was that we would get like any fucking, like any gifts. One year I wrote down silly putty a hundred times. I'm, like I was having a fucking silly putty year. And I was, must have been like seven years old and I was really going for like the biggest silly putty ever ball. So I wrote down fucking silly putty again. Fucking guess what? Got 25 packs. Which by the way, if you're a little kid watching Santa Claus isn't fucking real. Sorry to ruin that for you. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's fucking, he's real. Yeah. He's real. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about this really quick. Uh, I don't think I have a young audience at all. I could almost guarantee you not one kid is listening to my show. So, I mean, look, you see Santa Claus and my voice is really fucked from doing the Dragon Ball Z thing. You look at this guy and I, I don't know why he gets to be the mascot for a fucking holiday. I don't really, let's look at, let's look this up. What is the point or what is the, like, why is Christmas a thing? What? What is Christmas celebrated for? And if you're a fucking Jewish guy or Jewish girl or you're like whatever the fuck else, happy Kwanzaa, happy uh, Hanukkah, you know, I'm not like against any of those. I don't want to look on Twitter tomorrow and everyone's like, Angel only talked about Christmas. He fucking hates Jews. Chill out. I just, I didn't get there yet. So relax. Let's not get too sensitive. 
I love I love my Jewish friends. Um, what is Christmas celebrated for? Christmas, oh, Christians believe that Jesus is the light of the world. Uh, so the early Christmas thought, what? So the early Christmas though, that is, okay. I can't read for a fucking, for a fucking, if I had a nickel for every day, I, I couldn't read a fucking book. Chris, Christians believe that Jesus in the light of the world. So the early Christians thought, that this was the way to celebrate the birth of Jesus. They also took over some customs from the winter solstice and gave them Christian meetings, like holly, mistletoe, and Christmas carols. Okay, now if you're fucking lost, so am I, because I have no fucking clue what I just said. But I think it's like, I think it's, isn't it Jesus' birthday? I don't fucking know, dude. Or is it Easter? Okay. Oh no, it's just celebrate. Oh, okay. Well, Angela, if you'd fucking think, celebrate the birth of Jesus, which would mean that it's his birthday. So I'm 99% sure that Christmas is celebrated because of Jesus's birthday. And if that's the case, then how the fuck brings me back to my question. How did we get this old fucking big, big guy in a red suit with fucking glasses on? How did he become like the stand up guy for Christmas? Right? Then you got reindeer, which is like, I don't, I just don't get it. I like, I love Halloween. I like Halloween because it's like scary. It's fucking deep. You get to finally get to get weird, which I never did a holiday fucking or a Halloween episode. I need to do a scary fucking episode. So that's going to come soon. I know I fucked that up, but I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Look at this fucking guy. We see him everywhere and there's 80 different versions. Also, I guarantee you, here's my prediction, because I don't really know where I'm going with this Santa Claus bit. My prediction is that there's going to be a skinny Santa Claus and sometime within this sensitive-ass fucking world or lifetime generation, there's going to be like a fight for a skinny Santa Claus. Guarantee it. It's going to fucking happen, and you guys are going to like... I predicted it, all right? Because people fight about fucking everything people are overly sensitive about every goddamn topic ever so there's gonna be some fucking skinny ass kid like me is gonna get like triggered as shit and he's gonna get mad and then fight for a skinny jesus and that's gonna be a thing or skinny santa and that's gonna be a thing i'm losing my fucking voice right now let's wrap this fucking show up right let's get into the sneaker part of the podcast let's um get some sneaker fucking background Fear. <clears throat> if you guys don't know what the brand Fear of God is, Jerry Lorenzo is like the co-founder or the founder of this brand. And they are mainly into like clothing and streetwear, but the fucking, the shoes that they make, I love all of their shoes. I just talked about those Vans the other day and now I can't find a fucking picture. So we're not going to, let's just bring up a picture of a uh, fucking Jesus. Here, how's this for the video? How's that? Happy birthday, bro. Um, check these out. These are the Nike and Fear of God. This is their first collaboration, I think. That might be wrong. This is their Nike Fear of God Air One, I think is what it's called. And it's like a sneaker, but it's like a boot at the same time. You got to get on the visuals at this part. Otherwise, you're not going to even know what I'm saying. But check this out. You got the fucking blue little air fucking whatever it's called there. It says uh, Air Fear of God right there. And then this is a serial number that's actually, I think it's like 
Jerry Lorenzo's like uncle's military number or some shit like that. There's a deep story of it. I just fucking forgot it. Now, this is a beautiful shoe, and I've already worn them because the fucking second I got them, I knew I had the Rock Tees. But I will say, and I, I never fucking spend a lot of money on shoes when it comes to stuff like this. Do you like how he went, eh, 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 eh? I didn't like how he fucking did that at all. But I never spend a lot of money on shoes like this, but... I just couldn't say no, man. I lo- I'm on a boot thing right now, so anything that's like super high, I love. God, this lighting wants to fucking just fuck me every day of my life. Um, yeah, this high top, it's a little bit higher than a Retro 1, and uh, I don't know, I just, I just fucking love this shoe. It's like 700 bucks right now, seven to 800 depending on your size. My boy Dom Carmignani hooked me the fuck up with these. Um, Gave me a great price and a lot of resellers in in Chicago. You guys all fucking helped me out and uh, I I really appreciate every single one of you. I can't even say all your names right now, but all the people that work for me and work with me and people that wait in lines for me and whatever the fuck it is, you guys know I fucking love you all. Now, I want to talk one more thing about these fear of gods. Do you like how I just put shoes back here and it's just like that's my fucking presentation? You get this big orange box and the presentation on this is like you got a pair of shoes from Jesus himself. Now it's very, look at this shit. This is a little bag, right? This has, this is really a visual thing only. So maybe I shouldn't do this, but basically there's fucking four pairs of laces, two in here, or two in here, one on the shoes and one in the bag. They have this fucking tote bag that came with it, which is actually really nice, high quality tote bag, but I didn't fucking ask for one and and I'm probably never gonna use it. But I don't know. They have these fucking silver, like, it, it looks like you ordered fucking, uh, what's it called? Like astronaut food. You know, that astronaut, uh, people, the fucking ice cream that's like dry. It comes in that shit. So fear of gods, easily fucking one of the best shoes of the year. Love those. Going to be rocking them all fucking winter. Um, this is the new zebra. Now, if you fucking notice, the letters are a lot bigger and the bottom is white now. So this is the new release of the Zebra that just restocked that everyone fucking has now. And I do love this shoe. The Zebras is fucking, they're great, right? I don't like the, I don't, when they make a new version of a shoe, they fucking kill it, man. And in, in a bad way. Not like they crushed it, like they shit on it. Because um, for the sneakerheads out there that really care about material and stuff, we know what you're fucking doing and we know that this prime knit is a little bit, it's a little bit more firm than the original Zebras. The shoe itself is a little bit, it's like, they're great for anyone that's going to buy them that doesn't give a fuck. But for me, being a sneakerhead, knowing that I've seen a hundred pairs of original Zebras, now I get these new ones in hand and I know something's fucking up. And I don't, I, you can't even explain it. It's just like... It's just a little bit worse quality than the first release. That's how you could explain it. Um, People still love them and people are still going to rock them. And you definitely should because they're comfortable as fuck. But as a sneakerhead, all I'm saying is I fucking know what you're doing. I know what you're doing easy and I I don't like it. Now, here's another pair. This is the last pair I'm reviewing of the day. I kind of like that it's just like a sneaker review session at the end. Um, For you visual people, it's like I could clip these up and I could post them if I wanted to, but I probably won't. But it's, it just adds a little dope fucking part of the show. Now, this is the Nike Air Force One collaboration with Off-White. And I don't really, I, I got to be honest with you, I don't really get into Air Force Ones. Um, it's, it's like a platform fucking shoe. And I just feel like it's so flat that I can't fucking rock it. 
But this pair in particular, these are fucking sick. Uh, they're super light and the top is like, it seems like not as firm. It's not that fucking thick leather. I don't know what the fuck this is made out of. I want to say it's like nylon and I don't know. It, but it looks like, I don't know, the quality on this is unreal, or on these. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're made out of. But here's a good look at them. I don't have much to say about these besides the fact that I do think that they're dope. I just don't see myself wearing them. I'm not a big low-top guy. But they kind of ma match my, like, gothic fucking phase. The black nails, you know? I don't know. These are about 500 bucks right now, 500 to 600 And, uh... Yeah, here's your here's your in-hand look for all you visual guys out there. Otherwise, fuck you. And that kind of wraps it up today. I didn't do an episode last week, so if you're wondering why today's episode was so long, I felt like I had to make it up to you guys because I don't like taking a break. I really don't. Sometimes I'm just really busy and I'm fucking selling 80 pairs of shoes and I don't want to half-ass the podcast and then like do an episode that I'm pissed off about, you know? So I just had to do a bye week. And sorry that this episode wasn't really about Christmas, but don't forget this fucking guy. He's the he's the best. All right. Everyone have a beautiful holiday. Enjoy your Christmas, Kwanzaa, fucking uh, Hanukkah, ever anything. Enjoy it all. All right. I love you. Thank you for listening. And that's the fucking end of my show. I don't know why I'm going up here because I have to end it down here. So now I have to press pause.